So that dovetails then, Ed Bide, obviously, to the story of Regenerate Costa Rica, which is looking to operate in this very manner. Tell us a bit about the project. Well, this is an initiative that I've been basically cooking for many years. When I started working on the conceptual development of regeneration, there was basically nothing out there. There was some work on architecture. The Rodale Institute back in the 40s had done some work on regenerative agriculture. The Cubans had developed a beautiful system of regenerative agriculture back in the 90s. Again, because they had to, right? So there are parallels they to had this to. current situation. Totally. I mean, they were left without chemicals, yeah. they were left without food, and they had a blockade from the US and the rest of the world. And they had to either they solve it or they would die of hunger. And they solved it. And today you can find in La Habana, in empty lots that are not anymore empty, that they produce up to 180 metric tons of food in one hectare in the city. Hmm. So anyway, at that point, what I started looking around and I found, for example, John Fullerton Capital Institute working on regenerative economics. Um, Hunter Lovins was also working on regenerative economics, regenerative finance. Christ, uh, Christian Felber was the economy of the common good. Uh, Saver Institute was working on holistic cattle grazing. And you looked around and you found people doing work in regeneration, but nobody was actually really cooperating. And nobody was actually really holistic, uh, including all these different dimensions. So what I did was I convened a workshop in Costa Rica. I invited about 25 people. Only two didn't come. The rest were here, and we worked for three days. And out of that, the idea of establishing a global network of regenerative sites had already been on the table from the side of Capital Institute. But then uh, in October of 2018, we launched the Regenerative Communities Network. And Regenerative Costa Rica was then established in July of 2018. And I actually thought that having all these different organizations cooperating, providing technical advice and so on, that we would get easy funding to move forward. And it has been impossible up to today uh, to really get good funding or any funding at all because we just don't tick any of the boxes hmm. of the regular funding avenues. So what we've done, we funded out of the university budget, which is very difficult in a developing country with a private university that we pay taxes and out of my own pocket. So all the field work, uh, all the work with the farmers, all the identification of sites that are already doing regeneration uh, be it permaculture farms, be it sustainable or regenerative tourism initiatives. All of these we've been visiting with my own vehicle, with my own um, gasoline and so on. But over the last few months, we had something really interesting happen. First, the um, Commonwealth wants to implement regenerative development in the 54 Commonwealth nations. So they invited me to a meeting and Capital Institute was also there and the Regenerative Communities Network. And we um, discussed how to support the implementation of regeneration across 2.4 billion people where the countries are. And then in January this year, uh, Common Earth, which is an NGO that's linked to Common Wealth to implement these regenerative strategies, said, what about if we 
support your Regenerate Costa Rica initiative and use Costa Rica as an example uh, to show the world that we can regenerate. And all of a sudden, just things started aligning. So the Wellbeing Economy Alliance, which I'm part of their global council, reached out to me if I don't want to develop um, well-being policy uh, to, to showcase at the next COP in Glasgow, which we hope will take place. Mm. Don't really know at this time. Yeah. Um, and the Carbon Underground launched a program, Adopt a Meter, uh, to sequester carbon in the soil. And Larry Copal, the president, offered to support some of my work by with the funds that are coming in through Adopt a Meter. Savory Institute, we're moving forward to create a, a regenerate holistic hub from the Savory Institute in Costa Rica. And I linked to the cattle sector and it was just like fire. Um, I'm now linking to basically 97% of the cattle farmers in Costa Rica and we're going to convert them to holistic. So they're up for it. That wasn't hard. It's, no, because they are not making money. They're losing money. There's, their land has been degraded. All this pressure on cattle being the cause of climate change, which mm. isn't really true. Yes. It's, it's not the cow, it's the how. Um, <laughs> good. Losing markets uh, and everything. All this vegan movement, which is to a certain point more dogmatic than, than realistic. Um, so they were, they were actually looking for help. And if we can increase their productivity and at the same time save the planet by sequestering huge amounts of carbon. I mean, pastures dig carbon up to two or three meters deep in the soil, whereas the forest keeps most of the carbon in the biomass, which can be, you know, burnt mm -hmm, yeah. and the carbon released. Um, so going back to the Regenerate Costa Rica, uh, it's been very, very interesting. And actually, uh, over the last few days, a lot of organizations have come and offered support. We don't have money yet, but we're going to do this with all this huge support that we're getting from around the world and also many local stakeholders. And I, I was on a call this morning with the Club of Rome. Our Minister of Environment, Carlo Manuel Rodriguez, was the invited guest of this meeting. And when they he stopped talking. He get, he called me during the webinar on my cell phone. He says, Edward, the idea that you're being moving on regeneration, this is exactly what the world needs. Hmm. Let me call you after this webinar. I'm going to help you put it up to the highest level because this is the, the type of thing that we the planet is needing right now. And that was, I mean, huge. And at the same time, last week, uh, another group uh, actually wants to do something with resilience of communities and families to the COVID-19. And they asked me if Costa Rica wanted to be part. So we're moving that in. So now Regenerate Costa Rica all of a sudden gets a switch to urgency because we need to generate the resilience of our communities to face all these problems we're going we're gonna to be, you know, these challenges we have in front of us. I mean, lack of food, people not being able to buy food, so there's never ha there has never been a better moment for regeneration than now. And we can actually develop our communities, the, the livelihoods, the well-being of our communities uh, using this opportunity. Our previous governments were forcing us into free trade agreements, some of them in very dark ways.
Yeah, so that's interesting because Costa Rica's got this international image of, you know, it, by virtue of its history with those biosphere reserves you were talking about in the ecotourism, it's got this image of being of being sort of almost poster child for regeneration anyway. But you're saying the same sort of pressures to keep that old 20th century model of development were impressing themselves upon you as well. Well, too many of our presidents and politicians uh, studied at the famous universities in the north, which I won't mention their names, yes. but are responsible for a lot of the mess we have today. And yeah, we were taught about competitiveness. You know, we had to compete. We had to open our markets because our farmers had to compete with prices. And actually, we've had discussions. Some of these people tied to these institutions. We had discussions just two or three weeks ago because of avocados that used to be imported from Mexico, but there was a a health issue there and uh, there's a whole group criticizing the government because um, avocados from Mexico are restricted it's for health reasons but anyway mm. they said that uh, you know why should we be paying so much for avocados if Mexico produces them better and cheaper and so I told them look Mexico is producing avocados in the area of Michoacán uh, as a laundry machine for the drug industry and uh, they're killing indigenous leaders and stealing the land and destroying the forests, the native forests, to plant avocados. And they don't have to have profit. I mean, that's a, a money laundering machine yeah. uh, for drugs. You cannot compete against that. Yeah. In those you know? terms. And then, yeah. Yeah. And, and then this guy, professor and so on, he, he also said, well, Chile uh, produces better avocado and cheaper. And I said, yeah. And Chile has degraded its soils. It's without water. Uh, it's their communities that have no water at all while the golf courses in Santiago are still green. That is not a system. And look what happened to Chile. I mean, people were yeah. fed up of being left behind. So that is exactly the concept of regeneration. When I talk about regeneration, people immediately link it to restoration. They think of green. They think of planting trees. No. Regeneration is of the whole system. We need a new system. We need a new system this new social system, we need a regenerative economy that's not based on GDP, the gross domestic problem. GDP has never measured development, for Pete's sakes, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we need other indicators of well-being. We need indicators of true holistic management of Earth, where we actually can support nature to regenerate itself. We don't really need to help her. We need to give her a chance to regenerate. And we, there's not... There hasn't been better proof of how easy it is with these days. I mean, the atmosphere cleared up. Uh, I have a friend that lives in Delhi. She sent me a, a photo. Yes, can see the sky Ever since again. she's been living in Delhi, they could see the sky. Yeah. Uh, we've seen all these posts about the fish coming back to Venice. Mm. Uh, a, a friend of mine who lives in, in Mallorca sent photos of the dolphins that are swimming at the coast because there are no more propellers killing them. And, and the water is clear. Uh, so we can see the capacity nature has to regenerate itself. Yes, and, and natural regeneration is going to be the stepping stone for humanity to survive. But we cannot do it if we don't have a cultural regeneration. 